for unction, oh God. Unction to function. We all have offices, oh God, where we, we are operating. Father, please, oh God, unction to function. Unction to function. No friction, no sweating. Father, no friction, oh God, that we will flow, that the Spirit of God will flow freely in us today and forevermore in the name of Jesus. Father, pour upon us unction to function. That oil that makes it easy, the oil of ease, the oil of service, the oil of worship, the oil, Almighty God, of understanding, the oil of revelation, the oil, Almighty God, of pleasure, of joy, of peace, of love. Father, pour upon us, pour upon us today in the name of Jesus Christ. As we stand ministering, oh God, to you, Almighty God, that is your people. That Father, Lord God, you will make it, oh God. To be a joyful experience, oh God. The Lord, as we are ministering, oh God, you yourself will minister to us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we call forth angels of a living God, angels, almighty God, to come and minister to us, to come and help us in the name of Jesus. Lord God, you over that peace and love assembly, you will restructure, you will re-strategize, and you will remake, almighty God. This is the year of perfect jubilee, oh God, a year of new beginnings. A year of restoration. Father, Lord, let us experience this jubilee in the name of Jesus. In this year, in this season, oh God, we are getting caught in that cloud in the name of Jesus. And we move with the cloud of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's go to God individually as we are still in his presence. Let's ask him what you want, what you want from him. That Lord, I have come here. I've not come to meet with man alone <clears throat> because I have an appointment with you. Lord, I have a special appointment and I know that I'm priority to you. And so, Father, I'm asking Almighty God that because you have given me this appointment and we have a contract, oh God, we have a covenant together, that Lord God, as I stand in your presence today, that Lord, you will answer me, oh God. Father, you will release my blessings, oh God. Lord, my package, oh God, that will do me good. That will bless me. That will bless my family. That will bless your church. Oh Lord, you release upon me in the name of Jesus Christ. And all I want to do today is to please you, oh God. All I want to do is to honor you. All I want to do today is to worship you in truth and in spirit, in holiness, even in the beauty of your holiness, oh God. Father, Lord God, please, oh God, grant me. Grant me access by the blood of Jesus to come into the holiest of holies, to stand in your own presence and to and to worship there and to take from that pleasure, oh God, because in the, in the presence of God there's fullness of joy. And at your right hand there are pleasures. Lord, I want to enjoy your pleasures and I want to be full of joy in the name of Jesus. Let today be significant. Let my, my all my prayers, let them let them be answered today. And I need I need the answers now, Almighty God. I need the answers now. Let angels begin to deliver my packages to me, to my house, to my home, to my family, to peace and love assembly in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you because I decree and so it is in Jesus' name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Before we go into the service, let's pray for our children. Bible says, children are the heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. We want to thank God for all our children, those who do know that they are still on holidays, but very soon they'll be going back to school. 
Let's just pray for them. Let's ask that as they are coming in, the Spirit of God will take care of them. Holy Spirit will guide them. Holy Spirit will teach them. Holy Spirit will be with them. And that none of them shall fall sick. None of them shall be missing. That will cover all our children at home, abroad, in the blood of Jesus Christ. We cover every of our child, children, those who are identified with us, whether biological children, whether spiritual children, we cover them in the blood of Jesus. We, we invoke the blessing of Abraham. We invoke the blessing of Aaron. We invoke the blessing of the Most High God upon all our children in the name of Jesus Christ. We say our children are the head and not the tail. In the name of Jesus, we invoke even the seven spirits of Jehovah God upon our children in Jesus' name. We say our children will not die, but they will live to declare the glory of God in the land of the living. We say our children will be among the best. And even within the best, they will be outstanding in the name of Jesus. Not only that, we declare our children will serve the Lord. They will serve Jesus. They will not hear the voice of Adam in the name of Jesus. In the wayward, they will not be there. Even in the, in the register of, of prisoners, of, of children that are mocking about on the street, our children will not be there in the name of Jesus Christ. But the fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of wisdom, will be in their hearts. And they will always, always remember the fear of the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we are thanking you. We honor you, Lord. Lord, we pray, Almighty God, for those who are single, so God, that Lord, you will lead them to choose right in the name of Jesus Christ. And that very soon, oh God, we'll be rejoicing. And Lord God, we are praying for those who are pregnant, oh God. We're using Sister Nisa as a point of contact. That mighty God, you will you have done it, Almighty God. And we are thanking you. We are thanking you. Because with ease, you made it to happen. And so with ease, you will bring that. To, 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 to deliver it in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come against every form of sickness that is associated with pregnancy or after pregnancy. We come against it by the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, we say whatever is abnormality, we reject it and we refuse it by the blood of Jesus Christ. And because we are standing on your word, oh God, your perfect and finished work, that you said the Hebrew women, they were lively in Egypt. And by the time they kneel down, they rise up, Almighty God, that they didn't even need to read wives. Father, we thank you, Lord, because this is our heritage and we stand upon it. And Lord God, Jehovah, Sister Nisa will need to declare this glory. She will, she will dance and dance and she will testify. In the name of Jesus, we will hear the, 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 the cry of the baby and we will rejoice with her. In the mighty name of Jesus. Any evil person that has already written any grave, Almighty God, Lord, disappoint them, oh God. And not send them on errands in the name of Jesus Christ. Let them be busy doing other things in the name of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Every monitoring eye will blind you by the power in the blood of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus. Father, we are thanking you. We are thanking you because it is a perfect gift. It is a gift of joy, and it is a gift of Jehovah God. And no man will share in your glory, Almighty oh God, because this glory belongs to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we cover all of us in the blood of Jesus. We want to thank you, Almighty oh God, for peace and love assembly. 
We want to thank you for what you have done and for what you are doing. Ah, Lord, you are not a debtor. You don't owe anybody. In fact, we are the ones who are oh, 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 debtors unto you. We owe you. We owe you. Because you have done so much for us. We cannot even tell it all. So therefore, we are thanking you. We are thanking you. The grace, oh God, to be good children. Father, please give unto us. So that we will come and honor you. So we can come, almighty God, as you want us to please you. Please teach us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let us hate what you hate. Let us love what you love in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for all our men. Thank you because they are men indeed. Thank you, Almighty God. Because every disappointment is a blessing. Whatever is a disappointment to them, Lord, you know why? Father, turn it into blessing. And let them glorify you, even in that situation, in the name of Jesus. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. Lord, as we go into the service today, Almighty God, please come along with us. Holy Spirit, lead us. Holy Spirit, we don't know the way. We don't even know how to approach our Father. But today, Holy Spirit, we give everything to you. We give the control. We give everything to you. Just, just lead us through so that our Father will be so much pleased with us. So that we will be so much honored through us in the name of Jesus and accept our sacrifices in the name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Throat a bit, but um, I know that Satan has failed in Jesus' name. Thank you. It's good to see everybody. Thank you. I, I'm trying not to shout because my children said I was shouting. I'm raising my voice, so but I can't really hear very well. But I know that um, the Lord is good. I want to say thank you to everybody, especially to our pastor Ernest here. Um, I just want to thank you, our sister, I want to thank you, Topumi, Bukumi, and uh, Esther, and I'm, I'm sure you you all miss me as I also miss you. Uh, thank you so, so very much, and um, I pray that, um, you know, very soon when uh, the blessings start to come, the testimonies will start to roll in. And uh, you will know that um, God uh, is, is God. Let me just say that. I want to say that uh, you were all very well represented in the redemption camp. And I pray, I pray because I've not been for convention in a long, long while, more than 10, 12 years. And I, I, the last time I went for convention, I had not even come to United Kingdom. But you know, I still will go for the many convention during the religious birthday once in a while. But all in all, ah, it was it was another level of experience. It was another level. <laughs> so I came down with this dust allergy because this place is still 
So I just have a little a bit of um, that kind, kind of cutter, you know, cough and stuff like that. But it was, I, I, I just, my, my prayer, my desire is that God will grant us the grace that we will attend. It was another level. It was another level. In fact, for the for some people, I've been there because uh, the ministers' convention started on Thursday. Some people have been there since Thursday. Nadia and I went on the Tuesday because we were told our accommodation wasn't ready on Monday, so don't come. Come on Tuesday. By the time we reached there on Tuesday, the place was full. In fact, when we reached there on Tuesday, uh, one of my friends who said, oh, she lives in Lagos. She's a minister in Lagos, in one of the, the parishes. She didn't get accommodation. Many people in Lagos didn't come. They couldn't come. So they prioritized those of us that came from abroad. And even with that, you, you saw the mammoth crowd. That crowd that you saw was just the auditorium. It was not the road. You know, the, on the Friday, the three, we were told to go to the three kilometer by three kilometer. Some people did not get reached there. Some people did not enter inside the camp. They were on the, on the motorway. And that was where they did their own oligos night. Because when <laughs> the protocol came for us at two o'clock, for the service that they said we have to be seated by eight. So because the youth were doing some singing and this thing before they start at eight. So we left our suite at 2 p.m. But we didn't reach the auditorium until around seven. So we have to we have to drive outside the camp, go towards Ibadan, go and turn in Shagan and come back to Lagos. It's like you are going to Strude. You have to now come out from Momesman's house, go all the way to <coughs> Dartford, and to turn back to enter Strude. And then by the time we entered, we now went to pass Christ Embassy, Oyakilome's camp. He had to open his gate for us. I think they had a distance. So we now pass about villages to now go to join the new auditorium. But by the time we were to get there, we spent two hours in the queue. In traffic, just within that uh, auditorium we have entered. So it, it was on another level. And I pray, I pray. Even my friend that came, because normally we will drop her. She will go to stay with the with the people in the auditorium. By the time she got to the new auditorium, we had not even sat down. She called and said, there's no space for me to sit. I'm going back to the old auditorium. So she had to look for a bus, the Kekena Pep, that now took her. And Kekena Pep is 100 Naira per drop. But on this day, it's 500 Naira. <laughs> to drop her, because there was no, can you imagine, three kilometer by three kilometer 
no space. No space. It's another level. And can you imagine everybody was fed free of charge? So do you know how many cows they were killing every day? No wonder that the Jew came and told us one year before the lockdown that people are telling him, go and, go and resign, go and retire. That do you know how many cows? That At that time, he told us they kill 380 cows a day, every day, and yet he never tasted one. No wonder one of my friends I was talking to, to her when I came, and was saying that they wanted to buy cow for somebody's wedding. And they said, the Malam said, Redeem has bought all the cows. No cow again. Nothing. In fact, I am challenged. Do you know why I'm challenged? Some people right now, daddy told me something that one of his uh, officer, ex-officer mates, he used to come and give that deal like some bags of rice. So he bought like 20 bags of rice. And he thought, yeah, that Joe will see me and say hello. And then when he got there, the, the protocol said to him, oh, bring your car, bring the car. That uh, he could even see that. And then he took him to one massive warehouse. And what was in that warehouse? Rice. That there were like three or four or five. And this, these people were just bringing. And you see what that Joe would do? He didn't say, ah, go and sell it for me or so I can make money. People are providing. I mean, I'm eating and I'm sitting down. God bless that man. God bless us. God bless us because we have a goodly heritage. We have a father that we can see on that as a typology, you know, of our heavenly father. So I thank God. Even my friend was laughing. Ah, you people are enjoying you know, see the food that they bring food at least twice a day, morning and evening. But they know in the afternoon we will all go to we'll come back one o'clock. While all of you are enjoying on the you are, you are watching it and you are watching and going to sleep. <laughs> the only communion nights that finished at about eleven, we didn't enter our suite until 1:30 a.m. And some people are checking. And this is because we had a car that was taking us about. I, I just I just feel blessed. I feel so loved. Because I didn't I didn't expect the kind of protocol hospitality. I didn't expect it. I didn't, I didn't pay, I didn't pay one penny. One penny, even for my suite hotel, everything for the six days I spent in camp. I didn't pay for food. I didn't pay for transport. Everything is just come. Just come. God is good. God is awesome. God is good. In fact, God taught me a lot of lessons. I, I, I just wish that um, we'll be able to talk and talk and talk. God really taught me a lesson, a big lesson, a shocking lesson, shocking lesson. That the way that Job has raised his children, they are not, you go see them say, I'm sitting down behind my father because he's the general overseer. No, they were all there. 
as workers or volunteers. It was they were all in uniform. 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 Daddy got lost. He got lost. He didn't know his way back. And then he went to one of them in uni because we didn't have their own security uniform. They called some of them RV redeem volunteers. That Gio's first son, Adiolu, was there doing the traffic in uniform. Daddy didn't know that this is the person. So he just went to him and look, look at my protocol number. I've been trying to, and he said, ah, let me, who is it? Where is it? Where are you going? Very humble. The next day, daddy said, oh, look at the man that, um, eh, that uh, helped me. Let me, please wait. Let me say thank you to him. Well, immediately they, 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 we went down the car. He removed his hat. He removed his hat and was, was even concerned. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. And then immediately I came down and I, I, I wanted to, the next day again, I saw him as they were actually nursing. So I, I just said, ah, Oga, um, thank you, Pastor. You, you were the one who helped us yesterday. Come and see how happy he was. He, he left his post. He said, no, you are mommy's sister. I said, which mommy? Because people were coming to me. They would be calling me some names. And I would say, no, it's not me. This one will grab me in the auditorium and say, wreck them, wreck them. I would like, mm. then my protocol will say, no, no, it's not her, it's not her. So I thought Pastor Diolu was like mixing me up. Ah, he said, no, I must usher you to her. It was, you could see the joy in him. Like he was, he had pleasure in bringing me to this woman. And when we entered the office, he opened the, this person's office in the Dijio's complex office. He said, mommy, I brought you your sister. And this woman looked like me. I'm telling you. I took a picture, I sent that picture. She, she, she too got up. She didn't say, I don't know you. She got up, she hugged me. And as she was hugging, and I was looking at him. He was so happy. So mommy, he, could, he didn't sit down, he was standing. Yeah, mommy, I told you, I brought your sister for you. And then the woman called me, and then she went down and said, Have I met you before? And I said, Oh, I'm Pastor Mrs. Sato Wayne from Bukit. Oh, you are welcome. You are welcome. She put me down. Tea, coffee, food. This is uh, fruit. This is something. I'm, I'm amazed. And I said, God, and God spoke to me. When I shall come, will you be at your duty post? Ah, I shall go. I shall go. Hey, I mean, we see some ministry. Their children are always in suits. Sorry, oh, I, I, I am, you know, I'm very down to it. Eh? You see somebody with cross leg and say, I am Mama Yada, Mama Gios. Mommy Gio is also working, oh. She doesn't sit down. She doesn't. In fact, when she, she sang that solo, I, I could still hear her voice, like so sonorous, you know? She doesn't say that. She's always there making sure everything. Hey, I look at the brother Diolo. I say, Pastor Diolo. And then the, my PA was saying, that is the, that the Jewel's first son. I said, ah, it can't be. The, you could see the humility, the joy, the pleasure that I'm serving yeah. my father, 
He didn't look and say, who is, who is calling me from that car? Me, I'm in the sun, in the dust there. No. He is happy serving God at his duty post. At his, at, like he is working like a military, what do I call them? All these uh, police that is the uh, uh, traffic warden, or what do you call it? So joyful. God humble me. God humble me. God taught me lessons. That everywhere I turned like this, there was favor. You would think they know me from Adam. I don't know them. But the thing is, the way, for the mere fact that you are in the camp, you are a redeemed member, everybody is one. Go home, mommy. I just, I just, sometimes I think of it and I cry. I just cry. Ah. God is, God is good. He is sweet. He is, well, sometimes I think, I say maybe it's because of my color. Eh, eh, because, they, because of the crowd, nobody see you. When they say push back, they just push, ooh, they don't know you, you know? But God, God is good. And that is why I know that I am relevant. We might be small here. But we are very relevant. I think I think I shouldn't say that again because many we, we now understand when we talk about peace and love assembly that you might think, uh, look at us, uh, uh, who knows? <laughs> we might be relevant. We might be relevant. In fact, Pastor Velo's wife, during the break, she ran from back to come and greet you. Somebody tapped me and I look. Ah, she said, ah, so you two came. I said, yes, yeah, so I was far, 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 far in front. So, and I said, oh, she said, ah, welcome. How was the journey? I didn't answer. I said, oh, you came alone? She said, oh, where's your husband? She said, look at him. And then I was looking like this. Oh, hello, how are you? But when, whenever they bring me in, they bring us in like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Far to the front, where the upper, you see all the, yeah, all the traditional yeah. chiefs, where they were sitting like this, we were here, just next to them. Far to the front. God, God humble me with his blessing. I now understand why Peter said to Jesus, just leave me and go away from me, because that blessing was just like God is saying, you know what, I want to just, I want to repay you back. I just want to love you. God is good. And I thank God. I thank God. That, that was the camp experience. But we give God all the glory. So, and you can see every time how they're singing the Redeemer Sister Sister Alanika was thinking about you. Every song they, they will put it in between. So people, it's a way of saying to people, learn the Redeemer term. So every song they sang during any session, they will share them. Even though they will do it like dancing, dancing, they will say, see food that we are the might, you know? They will still sing it. So we thank God we are in God's, we are in God's, um, in God's, um, anyway, I came back to answer my query from the national, our national pastor, Pastor Leke. Uh, that he, he called for a meeting and I wasn't there. So I've explained to him why why I wasn't there. 
Uh, unfortunately, it was during camp time, so uh, many of us we were there. Yeah, so we, I, I just say thank you to God in Jesus' name. Um, I know the Sunday school year is almost done, and a new a new year will start very soon. Uh, the Lord will help us. Let's. Uh, are we ready? Is taking Sunday school today, mommy? So. We're going to Sunday school in Jesus' name. So I, I bring you greetings. So greetings, greetings from our Abba Father. Greetings from our our. In, in fact, some of my previous former church people in Lagos, I didn't even see anybody. We didn't see anybody, even though we were in the camp. We couldn't see anybody. If you jam, you jam. If you don't jam yourself, you can't. You can't. You can't even move. From where I am here to where we are sitting there, it could take you the next two hours to get there because of the crowd. But we, we thank God. We, we thank God. And God will continue to bless and uphold us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mommy, over to you. Thank you, Mom. Good morning, everybody. Morning, mommy. Good morning, sir. God morning, bless you, sir. Yes. <laughs> we are about to do our last lesson for this year. And we started together. And we are in lesson 51. Lesson <clears throat> 5 1. Hopefully, we should receive the books uh, for next week. I got a call from one of the pastors and said I should go and collect. The books from Pastor Bilo. Yeah. I don't know because Pastor Bilo, the information he gave was that he will only really be available in September. But he gave me a number and asked me to be called in. <coughs> so I will see if I will get that on this week because I was going away last week. So I wasn't able to do it. So hopefully we will have the books by next next Sunday. Amen. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, next week will be reviewed. Yeah, should be reviewed. Okay. So then we'll be teaching about the marriage supper of the lamb. The marriage supper of the lamb. Father, please help me not to miss the marriage supper of the Lamb. Let us pray and ask God not to miss the marriage supper of the Lamb, Lord. Father, give us strength to prepare daily for it in the name of Jesus, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask, oh, Father, that we will make heaven, we will not miss it, Father. When you come, oh Lord, you will not receive us, you will receive us, Lord. We just thank you, Lord. 
Thank you for all the blessings that you have gone through, all the teachings, so Lord, in the name of Jesus. And as we finish this month, Father, we hand over everything to you. As your great commands be upon each and every one of us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Last week we studied about understanding the the times. Understanding the, the times. And Solomon told us that for everything that is in season and in time and purpose under the earth, everything God has got his time for us. And we don't have to rush. Because the Bible says that everyone wants the race, but only one person will receive a prize. So when it is God's time, God will perfect that circumstances. Amen. Amen. Today, our Bible reading is Revelation, Revelation 19. Revelation 19, 1 to 9. Sorry. And before we read that, we read, we read the memory verse, which is part of the, the Bible passage. And he saith unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true saints of God. Revelation 19, 9. Let us read it together. And he said unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said unto me, These are the true saints of God. This is what John was saying. Blessed are they which are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And by God's grace, all of us will be there. And he says unto me, These are the true saints of God. This is what God is saying. And he will be blessed those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Revelation 9 19. So we go to the Bible passage. Sorry, my throat. Revelation 19, 1 to 9. If somebody can read it for us, please. Revelation 19, 1 to 9. Can you hear me from Nigeria? Yes, I can hear you clearly. Thank you. Can I read it, ma'am? Yes, sir. Revelation 19, verses 1 to 5. 1 to 9. 1 to 9. Yes, sir. I start. And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgment, for he has judged the great war, which did corrupt the earth with her fornication and has avenged the blood of his servants 
at our hand. Three. And again, they said, Hallelujah. And her smoke rose up forever and ever. And the, and the four and twenty elders, that is, twenty-four elders, and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Hallelujah. And a voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise our God, all ye servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I said, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, as the voice of mighty thunders, saying, Hallelujah. For the Lord God, omnipotent reigneth. Seven, let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife have made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And nine. And he said unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he says unto me, These are the true saints of God. Hallelujah. 
This is why we say we give glory to God. We don't give glory to man because we worship God. We give we give oh God all the glory. And in verse 6, I have underlined it in my Bible. It says, I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude and the sound of many waters. Just visualize it. The, the, the voice of a great multitude and the, Great waters, like mommy was telling us about the camp, you know, and then the sound of mighty thronging, and all everybody, hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent, yes, the Lord God omnipotent, yes. So, so this is what we, we, we are learning this morning. The our Lord God omnipotent, yes. Amen. And then it says, you know, we should look at it and identify five reasons, you know, why we praise God. It talks about the Lord omnipotent things we are praising. It was the marriage of the Lamb. The marriage of the Lamb has come. So therefore, they were praising, they were praising God, and the wife has made himself ready. I think in one of the teachings that we had, I uh, uh, that was questioning and saying, how is it possible for a man, for Christ to be the, 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 the husband of a man? You know, he was questioning it. You know, and we were trying to explain to him, and this is exactly what we are teaching here today. You know, a wife has made himself ready. Whether, whether it's a man or whether it's a woman, we are, Christ is our, our the, the, the husband, and she has allowed to dress in fine linen, nice clothes, fine clothes, you know, and the finest is the righteous act of the, the saints, the righteous act of the, the saints. So that is our, our, our lesson, the lesson for today. And Christ, everybody was singing and shouting, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. God is here, God is here. We are ready to receive, we are ready to receive Him. We, the wife has made herself ready, dressed in fine linen, in fine clothes, dressed, you know, in fine clothes. You see, I was telling for that when we are coming, as I went to a wedding yesterday and it was in Sierra Union and that people girl. And you know, all the traditional, everything, the clothes and everything, you know, and they were trying to emphasize, oh, we for people, we do this, we do that, you know. So this, this is what we are learning here, that the bride, the bride has made herself ready to receive Jesus Christ. Amen. So we move on to the lesson outline very quickly. First, it says, what is the meaning? What is the meaning? The meaning, what is the meaning? It says the marriage supper of the Lamb is the consummation of the union between Christ and the bridegroom. And the bridegroom is the, the church. I mean, the, 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 between Christ and the church. The bride without spots, without wrinkles, 
without any blemishes. Some version says blemishes, some says wrinkles. We have to be righteous in the sight of God. We have to be righteous in the sight of God. So it says it's the marriage supper of the Lamb is the consummation of the union between Christ and the church. So we believe that our husband, the husband is in Christ. And when Christ comes, we have to be ready for Christ to receive us. And it says the time of the event. When is this going to, to take place? When is this going to take place? The time of the event, First Thessalonians 4, 16, 17. It tells us that the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout. If anybody is there, First Thessalonians. Four sixteen to seventeen. For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Seventeen. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Thus. We shall always be with the Lord. Amen. Yeah? Yes. Sir. So it is telling us the Lord Himself, God will come down. He will come down from heaven with a shout. And those the saints, those who are alive, will remain and we will cut up to go up to heaven. So this, this this is what it is saying in First Thessalonians 4, 4, 16. And then the third one says, what is the personality? The personalities in the marriage. That is when you have a marriage, you have two people. You have the bride and you have the bridegroom. What are the personalities? It's not now that we have two husbands and we have two wives. But the Bible tells us that marriage is between a man and a woman. Okay, so we have the the, the personalities in the marriage to be the bride and the the bridegroom. The bride, the wife, is the redeemed of saints of all ages who have part in the new Jerusalem. I want us to take note of some that and the new Jerusalem. Revelation 21.2. Revelation 21.2. Revelation 21.2. It says, Then I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Prepared as a bride. You see Jerusalem, they are still fighting. Everybody is claiming Jerusalem. Jerusalem. 
Jews are fighting, the, the Islamist people are fighting, everybody wants Jerusalem. But here it's telling us it is going to be a new, a new Jerusalem. I, John, John saw, he saw the holy city out of heaven from God. Prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. You know, all the extra things that, that the, the, the bride would have to wear to prepare. So, this can you imagine how many thousands of years ago the Bible was written? And she's telling us that as a bride, you have to dress nicely to receive your, your husband. And then it tells us the personality, it talks about the husband. The bridegroom. It says the, the bridegroom will be who? Who is, who is going to be the bridegroom? Jesus. Jesus. Jesus Christ himself will be the, the bridegroom. Jesus Christ himself will be the husband. So the personalities in the marriage, the bride will have to rest, get him ready. And then the husband will be Jesus Christ. Says Jesus Christ Himself will be the, the husband, and the marriage will take place in. Why is the marriage going to take place? The venue in heaven. The marriage it is believed that the marriage will take place in heaven, the heavenly realm when Jesus comes, comes down. So, in a nutshell, that's, that's the, the first outline. First outline done. We have talked about the meaning, the marriage, which is the marriage between uh, uh, Jesus Christ and the church. And he says that whoever it is that will be cut up will have no blemish, no wrinkles. It has to be, be, be righteous. We talked about the personalities. What is the personality of the the the, the groom, the bride and the groom, the, and the husband, who is supposed to be Jesus Christ Himself? We talked about the event. It will be the second coming, the second phase of the coming of, of Jesus Christ. So now we move on to lesson outline two. But before I move that, it says if we can mention five people who would not partake in the marriage, five people who would not partake in the marriage supper of the Lamb, who are the people who will not be considered? Satan. 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 Uh, um, liars. Liars. Yes. Those who cause abomination. Yes. Adulterers, etc., etc. What we have been learning here at the school, they, 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 they will not be, 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 be involved, they will not be involved in the marriage. So, lesson outline two we talk about the importance and qualification. Why is it important for us to be involved in the marriage supper of the Lamb? One, it is to assemble the saints of all ages and pre present them to God the Father. The saints of all ages and present them to God the Father. If we look very quickly 
at Matthew 25. Matthew 25. Anybody there? Matthew 25, 32 to 35. Matthew 25, verses what, man? 32 to 35, sir. 3, 2 to 3, 5. 2, 2 to 3, 5. No, 3, 2. Or 3, 2 to 3, 5. Yes, sir. And, and I read. And before him, shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another. And as a shepherd divided a sheep from the goats, and he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them, on his right hand, Unto them on his right hand, come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom, prepare for you from the foundation of the world. 35. For I was unhungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in. Amen. Thank the you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, sir. It says to assemble the saints of all ages and present, present them to God the Father. To present the saints to God the Father. But it tells us that God will set the sheep on the right hand and the goat on the left. The sheep on the right hand and the goat on the left. We all know the difference between the goat and the sheep. You know, the sheep is always submissive. You know, the goat is the stubborn one. Doesn't care. He, he, back home, you you plant your vegetables and the goat will come and destroy you. Destroy what you planted. So if we look at it, you know, spiritually, it, it's just like. Satan destroying your life, you know. You 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 destroying somebody else's life. You some people are are, are very good in, in in destroying other people's life. They don't want somebody to succeed. They don't want you to progress. They see that you are coming up. They will find something to destroy it. Why is this person like this? Why is this person achieving it? You know. And God is saying that he will separate us. He will separate the sheep from the goat. Amen. I will pray that by God's grace that we will not be amongst the goats. We will not be the stubborn ones, the wicked ones. The ones who have not been listening to the word of God. Amen. Amen. So we will be on the right hand of God and not on the left hand of God. Amen. You know? And it says, come ye blessed of the Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you. So we will inherit what God has prepared for us in Jesus' name. Amen. To, to wipe away tears from the faces of all saints. Revelation 17, 7, 17. Revelation 7, 17. Revelation 7, 17, right? Yes. Can yes, I read from here? Yes, yes, please. 
For the love which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them unto living foundations of water. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Amen. 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 He who sits on the throne will dwell among the saints, and there shall be no more hungry, no, no more hunger anymore. We will not be hungry anymore. The sun shall strike them, and the lamb will shepherd them to the fountains of the waters of life, living fountains. So even now, if you listen to most messages, they are talking about famine. Famine is coming. Famine is coming. Famine is coming. <laughs> you know, people wash themselves their fingers. Yeah. See, in some parts of the world, the way people are suffering, no water. No water because of clouds. Even the animals are dying. You know, but God is saying here that He will bless us. He will have everything. Living water. Jesus, our living water. Living fountain. Everything that we want, we will have no more hunger. We will not lack anything when we get there. In Jesus' name. Amen. See, to remove all the sins from the earth before the advent of the great tribulation. The great. There shall be a great tribulation. Matthew 24 21. Matthew 24 21. <laughs> somebody there ahead of me? Yes. yes, sir. For there shall be great tribulation, such as what is not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall it be. Amen. The great tribulation. Matthew 24, it says, There shall be great tribulation as never seen since the beginning of the world. Amen. I think, I think this passage is where Jesus Christ was talking about saying that you will be in the field, you know, one will be taken away and one left. The pregnant woman, you know, so this is the, the, the great tribulation that Christ was talk, talking about, you know. He will remove all sins before the tribulation. Those who are here that God wants, God will take us away. Amen. For it says to reward, to reward the faithful. God will reward the faithful. God will reward the faithful. Jesus testified to the church and said, I am coming quickly and my reward is with me to give everyone according to his work. God is going to pay us according to the work that we have done. So, so in, in, in a nutshell, that is what it is saying, to reward the, the faithful. Even as children, 
when you have children going up, you say, okay, um, you are you are going to do this so that for you to gain your to earn your lunch money. If you don't do your chores or whatever, no money. So, so, so in, in yeah, simple terms, this is what we are we are learning that God is going is going to pay us, you know, he's going to reward us to those who are to reward those who have been faithful. And then he talks about the qualification. How are you going to qualify? Or how are we going to 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 qualify? It says faithful saints of God will be qualified. Only those who are faithful will be qualified. Revelation 21, again, Revelation 21, 27. Revelation 21, 27. But there shall be, there shall by no means enter it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie. But only those who are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Yeah. Only those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of, of, of Life. So there shall be by no means enter into it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie. Only those whose names are written in the Book of Life. Amen. And Garment of righteousness and holiness. Garment of righteousness and holiness. We have to be holy. Holy garment of righteousness and holiness. Hebrews 6, verse 14. It says, imitate those who faith and patience inherit the promises of God Abraham. So we, we know the story about, about Abraham. And he was so old <coughs> before God blessed him with Isaac. But he had that faith, you know, that God was going to give him the child. And even when he had the child, God said, go and make your child. Go and make him a, 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 a bond offering. Go and make the child a sacrifice. But he had that faith and went according to what God told him. So it's those who are righteous in God and holy that will be part of this journey. So in a nutshell, this is what we, we have been learning this morning about the importance and qualification, what we mean when we talk about the married, married supper of the Lamb, who and who are involved, who and who will be um, taking part, those who God, when Jesus comes, those who he will take with him and so on and so forth, and for us to qualify what and what are we supposed to do. So I don't know if anybody has any any contribution, anything to add to the teaching so far. Yeah, I just wanted to say that these are really uh, the end times, you know, in my spirit, I can feel like these are really the end times, yeah. and we have to, because uh, it wasn't too long ago, last week, Sunday, the sermon told that uh, I was uh, going on about, about the end times, so 
we should continue to watch and pray. If 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 we thought our prayer was was too hot in the past, these end times it has to be more than that. Lord, we hope that Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay. In summary, it says the marriage of the Lamb will surely come, like Brother Folabi has just said. And the saints of all ages will partake, partake in the event. And therefore, for us to qualify, we have to be holy and faithful. We have to believe in the word of God. I, I mean, what we have learned this morning, some people will hear the teaching and say it's rubbish. Who told us that God is going to come and take certain people and, you know, they will say it's rubbish. But let us believe as children of God, we have to be faithful, we have to be holy, righteous in the sight of God, so that when God comes, we will not be the goats. By God's grace, we will be the sheep in his kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. So let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for this teaching, oh Lord, Father. We ask, oh Lord, that you will count us worthy, Lord, to partake, oh Lord, in the marriage of the Lamb, in the name of Jesus. We ask, oh Lord, that the blood of Jesus will be upon each and every one of us, oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your grace continue to be with us and abide with us, oh Lord. Let us not go astray, oh Lord, Father, from your word, in the mighty name of Jesus. We just thank you, Lord, that as we go into the rest of this service, we hand over, Lord, the service into your hands, O Lord, Father. Holy Spirit, come and direct us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Church. Good morning. Our aim today is um, um four eight six. In four eight six, my faith lifts up today.
let's open our Bible to Jeremiah 20. There's a prayer point there that caught my eye. Jeremiah chapter 20. And I want to read from verse 3. Jeremiah 20 from verse 3 to 4. And it happened on the next day that Pashur brought Jeremiah out of the stock. Then Jeremiah said to him, the Lord has not called your name Pashur, but Magor Mishkit. Magor Mish. Mishabi, the Lord has not called your name Pasha. Amen? Amen. God has called your name Mago Mishabi. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will make you a terror to yourself and to all your friends. And they shall fall by the sword of their enemies. And your eyes shall see it. I will give all Judah into the hand of the king of Babylon. And he shall carry them captive to Babylon and slay them with the sword. May God have mercy. Our prayer point there is, God change the good names of our enemies. Number one. See, names are very significant. When God wants to deal with a man, <laughs> he, he gives him a, a name. There are so many prayer points there. Number one, the name that doesn't belong to me, I reject it. This is one prayer point. I'm just going to give you, dish it out, so that we can, we can pray it in different manner and settle ourselves before God. Number two, God changed the good name of our enemies to the name that devil and his cohorts will be able to identify. Number three, he said, I will make you what? A terror to yourself. You know, it just reminds me of Exodus. God said, Egyptian will take sword against Egyptian and they will do what? They will destroy themselves. So God should make my enemy a terror to themselves, meaning that they would destroy themselves. Amen. Amen. And then he said, not only to yourself, but to all your friends, all their friends, the friends of my enemies are also my enemies. Anybody who is an unfriendly friend, that God should make them a terror to themselves so that they can destroy themselves. Amen. I'm just trying to, to, to explain that. And he said, they shall fall by the sword of their enemies. And he said, his eyes shall see it. We see it. We self, we will see it. Amen. We will see the reward Amen. of, you know, upon our enemies. Let's pray, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. No, you know, read that place again. Please, let me, the Holy Spirit said we should read it again. Verse 3, and, and it happened on the next day that Pashur brought Jeremiah 
Amen. He brought Jeremiah. Now, who is who is Pashaw? Pashaw was also a priest. Pashaw was not, he was not a gentile, was not a non-believer. How do you know? Look at verse one. Pashaw, the son of Ima, the priest, who was also the chief governor in the house of the Lord. He heard that Jeremiah prophesied. And Pashaw did what? He slapped Jeremiah. And then he put him in stocks that is in bondage. Eh? That the bondage that was in the high gate of Benjamin, that was by the house of the Lord. This is wickedness in the house of God. This is not an enemy outside that is, that is perpetuating all this evil. But it is the enemy inside the church. And then Jeremiah now proclaimed judgment according to Psalm 149 that we have been reading. We have been reading. He said that God has given us honor of what? Of judging and invoking that judgment. He, 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 Jeremiah did not say, let God strike him. Uh -uh. He said, he said, he, he, he proclaimed that judgment in verse 3. He said, when Pasha brought Jeremiah out of the stock, I'm sure Jeremiah would have been in what? In pain, in distress, in anger, in an uncomfortable situation. He said, God has not called you Pasha. He didn't, he didn't call you that name. I don't know the meaning of that Pasha. But he has called you what? Another name. And that name is Mago Mishabib. For those, says the Lord. Can you see? Jeremiah started prophesying as the prophet of God. God said what? I will make you a terror to yourself and to all your folk. This is happening within family, among family members, inside the church. Somebody will say, ah, look at Sister Inka. <laughs> She's enjoying it. After all, they are in abroad, you know, in abroad, they are, they are having, that is, she's the one that's not allowing the husband to even send us small, small money. Uh, we will see. That kind of suffer that we are suffering here, she will also suffer. That is why you have to now do what? You have to invoke that judgment on them. That me, I will not suffer. I will not beg for bread. My seed will not beg bread. For you, my enemy, that wish me evil, I, I am prophesying and I am invoking the judgment right now that you will be a terror to yourself. You will be a terror to yourself and to your friends. And you will go by the sword. The sword of the Lord will destroy you. The sword of the Lord will destroy your friends. My eyes shall see it. Because my eyes shall see my reward of all my enemies. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every enemy, household enemy, every household enemy, every enemy in the church that say that they will put me in distress and discomfort, that are looking for my downfall, that are looking for my discomfort, that are envying me for nothing, Almighty God. Father, make them a terror to themselves. Change their names, Almighty God. Change their names, O Lord. Let the enemy pursue them. Let the sword of the Lord destroy them. Let me, let 
thank you, Lord. And I worship you forever. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Father, we are thanking you. Thank you, Lord. This is the day of judgment. Yes. This is the day, Lord. The season we are in now is not, a, it's not just a season of a, 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 a rejoicing and like a gastrical attitude. But Lord, we are in the season of your judgment. Yeah. And we are in the season that you have determined that your children should not lack any good thing. Yeah. Father, Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you because you are the one fighting for us. Yeah. And we are just following you, Jesus, yeah. our captain. And you have given us the victory. Amen. Before the war started, you have already given us the victory. Yes. We thank you. Thank Lord, you. please continue. Continue, oh God. Amen. Continue. That which you have to do. So that our enemies will know that we start the living God. Yes. Father, please do it. Amen. And give us, give us rest. Amen. Give us your peace. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Holy Spirit, we want to hear your voice. Please speak to us. Amen. Lead us into your truth. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. And Lord, I, I release my body as a vessel that you will flow through, Almighty God. Amen. That Lord, you will help me, oh God, to deliver to your children Amen. that which you already have delivered into me. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, as I pray, oh God, for unction to function, that I will decrease, but Jesus will increase here. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Take over my tongue as the Tongue of the pen of a ready writer. Amen. Lord God, you have blessed us immensely, O God. Amen. Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Stand be seated. You're all welcome. In Jesus' name, I'm looking at my time. Holy Spirit, please help me so that I can. I can finish what uh, I have, God has already prepared me for in Jesus' name. Uh, I've been following um, the preaching and the teaching, but I thank God. Uh, today, I want to talk to us about a message called the Abrahamic Covenant and Blessing. Abrahamic Covenant and Blessing. The blessings of Abraham. That's just what it means. Uh, we have different, different covenants. We have, you know, the priesthood covenant, uh, which we always say about the priest. The priest, uh, uh, ironic, under the priesthood covenant, we have the covenant. And we also have the Levitical, you know, the children of Levi that we all follow the Levitical Covenant. The, but you know, um, the Bible tells us that, you know, God said he, he gave Aaron the Levites as a present to help, you know, God, God, God looked at um, Aaron and saw that uh, the work of the, the work of the temple, the priesthood order, would be so much to do. So he now gave, he gave Levi, you know, and you know, Levi was not supposed to be, because Levi was already cursed. He was, uh, he was cursed because um, he did something very, very bad, you know, but uh, God, 
God forgave Levi. And uh, because Levi did something good again, and God forgave him, and now brought him into the priesthood order. But he gave, he gave Levi to Aaron as, as a present, like as a, as a help. It's almost like, you know, when you are in, in, my, in my culture, when you get married, they will look for a small child to follow you. So he gave as a present and said, go and help, go and help your brother, you know, help brother as he's just getting married. So he gave as a present to say, go and be helping until, you know, until a certain stage. Now, when I start digging into the Bible and understanding some of the stuff there, he got to a point, he said, when Levi hit the age of 50, in fact, some of them, they only start the work when they are like 20, 40, 25. So when you have worked for 25 years, he said, Levi should go and retire, should go and rest. So what was Levi doing? The Levitical priests, they were the ones who would slaughter the, the cows. They, will, they are the ones who will butcher it. They are the ones who will, who will um, who will do the, 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 the bond offering, you know, bond it. So he's like doing the hard labor. If that makes sense, yeah? It's like, uh, I gave Aaron Levi to help him. That is, to go and help him. So Aaron will just be there to just offer the sacrifice. Meanwhile, it's Levi doing the, the job. Now, many of us will call ourselves the priest under the Levitical order. That is, we are children, we call ourselves sons of Levi, children of Levi. And then I started looking, I said, ah, you know, Levi was, was, was under hard labor. Meanwhile, Aaron and his sons were doing what? They were enjoying. That's why you will see that the, 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 the sons of Eli, remember the sons of Eli, the prophets? The Bible tells us that when the priests already prepare the offering, the goat, the cow, and they will wait like the priest should come and take his own portion. But then they will come and take, you know, so I start to wonder, ah, so they were standing like sons of Aaron, and it was the Levites that were doing all the hard labor. And I determined in my heart. Now, yes, I'm also part of the Levitical order of helping in the temple. But I, admit, I want to enjoy, you know, I want to enjoy. I want to just, it, 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 the, Bible, the Bible tells us in Psalm 133, it says, how beautiful and pleasant is it for brethren to, to, to do what? To dwell together in unity. He said it, it is like the, 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 the oil that runs from where? Aaron's beard. So meaning that Aaron was eating and enjoying, and that oil runs on his own tunic. On his coat, but we never heard that the Levites were wearing something beautiful. Am I making sense? So I now start to think, God. But we will still come there as Holy Spirit will help us, so we can learn more about you know which order are you. The Bible tells us that everybody in the temple, child of God, 
we walk in unity. Everybody, they don't break their rank. You know where you are. Are you part of the Levites? Stay there and walk. Are you in the Aaronic order? Stay there and walk. Are you in the Abrahamic order? Stay there and walk. Are you among those who are in the security? Stay there and walk. Am I making sense? But there are different things and you can aspire to, 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 to move on to higher calling. Amen. Amen. Move on. So today I want us to look at the Abrahamic covenant and the blessing. Let's look at, first of all, let's go to Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 to 14. Galatians chapter 3. And I'm going to read from verse 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us from what? From the cause of the law. Why? Because having become a cause for us, for it is written, cost is everyone who hangs on a tree. Why? Why did he redeem us? He redeemed us so that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Christ has redeemed us from what? The cause of the law. Why? So that the blessing of Abraham, what is so important in that blessing of Abraham? What is that thing that is called the blessing of Abraham? Why is this blessing of Abraham so important? that it has to be linked to Jesus Christ. Am I, am, I, am, I, am I making sense now? These are the things that I'm looking at and I'm digging deep into. Christ redeemed us from the cause of the law because he became that cause so that we might be free, so that the blessing of Abraham might come to us who are Gentiles, who are not the, 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 the physical Jews, but we are spiritual Jews. Amen. Now put your finger on that. And then let's look at Isaiah. Let's go to the Old Testament. Isaiah 51. We're going to read verse 1 to 3. Quickly. Isaiah 51, verse 1 to 3. He said, listen to me. You who follow after righteousness. You who seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were hewn and to the hole of the pit from which you were dug. Verse 2, look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah, who bore you. For I called him alone. They didn't, he didn't call him with anybody. I called him alone and blessed him. And I 
increased him. I called him alone. And I did what? I blessed him and I increased him. Verse 3. For the Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places. He will make her wilderness like Eden and a desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in it. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. What is the blessing of Abraham? Number one, comfort. Did you see that? Number two, he said he will comfort all her waste places. So what are those waste places? Places that the, the enemy thought he has wasted your time. He has wasted your, your resources. He has wasted, you know, your, 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 your efforts. God said, I will comfort. And then not only that, he will make all my wilderness places that are like untended to be like what? Eden, the garden of the Lord. A place of desert, a place that doesn't grow, a place that nothing, nothing, hopelessness, he will make it to be the garden of the Lord. What do you find in the blessing of Abraham? Joy and gladness. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. This is the Old Testament. So if the blessing of Abraham is here in the Old Testament, and we have seen a reflection of it in the New Testament, Galatians chapter 3 that we read, he said God had to break and remove the curse of the law so that we who are Gentiles, we can also enjoy what? The blessings of Abraham. So that means that even in the Old Testament, the children could not enjoy in fullness the blessing of Abraham because Jesus had to come and remove the curse. Am I making sense now? Can you link it now? So we who are, so to say, Gentiles before, but now spiritual Jews, we can also enjoy the blessing of Abraham. No wonder when we are singing, Abraham's blessings are mine. Why do we say that? Because God has already removed the cause of the law. Amen. So why is God saying to us, look to a man as a role model? Did you read that in Isaiah 51? He said, he said, you who seek the Lord, you who want to follow after righteousness. So if you want to seek God, you want to follow after righteousness. What did he say you should do? He said in verse two, look to who? Abraham, your father. Why did God say, look to a man as a role model? Why did he say, look at Sarah as a role model? He said, look at them, look at them. And he said, why? He said, because she bore you. Because Abraham is your father. 
Number three, because I called him alone. I didn't call, I didn't, you know, when God called Abraham and said to Abraham, Abraham, leave your father's house, leave your mother's house, and go to a land that I will show you. Did Abraham obey? Did he obey? When God said leave, did he say take Lot? Did he say take your father? He said leave your father's house, and you still carry your father. That's why some of us, we make mistakes, we miss it. When prophecy come and God says something, you will now assume with God and say, ah, God, I can't leave my father. Who will take care of him? And then he even took Lot. And he took Lot's wife, remember? Yes. And God had mercy on Lot. But see what happened to Lot's wife. Abraham, when we say, did Abraham obey? We say, yes. Did he obey? That was partial obedience. He still, and at the end of the day, he and Lot, they fought. And it was, it was Abraham that went to rescue Lot. And when God wanted to even destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, God remembered Lot and had mercy. For who? For Abraham's sake. So many of us, in our families, God will say to you, he said, come out from among them, be ye separate. Ah, you say, no, my sister, my brother, my nephew, my, my uh, in-law, my this, we are carrying all of them. God is saying to us, I called Abraham alone. And what was this saying to us here? Abraham did not obey me fully. He was the only one I called. And when I called him, I blessed him, and I did what? I increased him. So why is God saying to you, look to a man as a role model? There must be a pattern to the way God blessed Abraham. And that's the pattern I want us to study, to see how God blessed a man and how we can also get blessed through this man. Because the blessings are there. Because he said to us in Galatians chapter 3, he said he broke the course of the law so that the blessings of Abraham can come to us. Why does he want us to enjoy this blessing called the blessings of Abraham? He didn't call it the blessing of Jesus Christ. Why didn't he say, have you... In the Bible, when you read the Bible, do you see anywhere in the Bible that God promised and said he will give us some kind of um, blessing on us through Jesus Christ? We always talk about the blessing of who? Abraham. Yes, Jesus said, come unto me, all you that labor, and I have a legend, you know. But Jesus did not promise us the blessings of wealth. He didn't promise us the blessing of money. You see, Abraham was blessed, was wealthy, was thinkingly rich on earth. That's why we are always saying Abraham's blessings are mine. So when we are talking about that is blessing, we are talking about monetarily, material, a, a wealth, prosperity, 
you know, when we, we, the Bible tells us that Abraham was rich, Isaac was was very uh, 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 rich, great, great, greater, greatest. So we start even from the lower bottom, which is Abraham. How, what did he do to make him rich? Amen. And if you look at the pattern, when Jesus came in the, in the New Testament, out of all the blessings of, of wealth, of prosperity, Jesus never, never, you know, equated money with prosperity. He was, he wasn't, he was rich, he was the author of everything, he owned everything, but he never flaunted his richness. If, to the extent that even when they asked him to pay tax, he asked them to go and catch a fish. He didn't have a bank account. Well, maybe I lie. Uh, Judas was an accountant, isn't it? Abby? Uh -huh. And uh, so you, if you have an accountant, that means that you need somebody to keep those records. Like I was talking about that geo now with uh, different uh, warehouses where people people come. And the man was saying to, to daddy and say, I, I thought uh, they would even help me that I brought 20 back up. But when I got there, I was looking at this warehouse, my eye couldn't finish it. Full of articles. And possibly, Baba Gio does not even know that that came as a drop of water. Possibly, he doesn't even taste from that rice, you know? But God was already preparing. Like when the time comes for convention, people will come and eat, and they will, they will now give them out. Amen. Jesus always told us in the Bible that don't be friend with mammon. Don't make money. He said, because the love of money is what? The root of all evil. You need money, but money should not rule you. I always say, God, by the time I get rich, you know, don't let my head swell. That when I'm passing, Sister Inka, Sister Anita, and they say, hey, hello, Pastor. Well, Pastor Trudy, ah, you, can't, you can't even call me and say, Your Highness. Eh? Are you talking to me? God, let that never be my portion. Amen. Let that never, never be that I will say, I, I, I am not, I, 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 I'm no longer riding a, 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 a train anymore. I'm no longer riding bus anymore. I am not riding my private jet. And then I will now say, I don't know anybody. God, keep me level-headed. Like I, I was talking about Pastor Deolu Adeboye. I was surprised. I was shocked to my bone marrow. And then God started talking to me. Will you be at your duty post? Because he, do, he, do, he didn't know who I was. He didn't know whether I could have been an ambassador or a president to a country, you know? But he gave me a, what we call a person-centered approach attention. Person, personalized one. Amen. Amen. So 
God, God wants us to not to focus on money. Even if you let's let's look at Matthew 22. Matthew 22, the Pharisees they came to tempt Jesus about money. In verse 15, let's look at it from verse 15. The Pharisees they went and they plotted how they might entangle, how they might test Jesus to entangle him in his talk. And then they sent to him their disciples with the Herodians saying, teacher, we know that you are true and you teach the way of God in truth. Nor do you care about anyone for you do not regard the person of men. Tell us, therefore, what do you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But then Jesus perceived their wickedness. He knew. And he said to them, why do you test me, you hypocrites? Show me the tax money. So they brought him a denarius. And he said to them, whose image and inscription is this? And they said to him, Caesar's. And then he said to them, render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. 22, when they heard these words, they marveled and they left him and went their way. Jesus knew. Who do you pay tax to? Is it lawful to pay tax? The owner of the money, his image is on that money. For example, if you take a pastor now, whose image is there? Queen. The person who, who owns the money, the, always bears the image. And even some of us are running after some money. That money is, it does not even belong. That money could be satanically engineered. Like for example, those who are doing some jazz now, like what they call them, Yahoo, Yahoo, they call them Yahoo, Yahoo Plus. They call them, some of them, they call them Yahoo Plus Plus. That go and do all this ritual. The owner of the money, the image is on it. And so when the time comes, the owner of the money, we start to pursue them. And then they have to now be, 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 be servicing that altar. So what am I saying? Jesus said, you hypocrite, whose image is on this money? They said Caesar. And that was where Jerusalem, Judah, Israel was under the rulership of who? Of Rome. Jesus said, why do you want to test me? You hypocrites. You know. Give unto Caesar. What belongs to Caesar? If his own is, his own is the money, give him your tax. So as a, as a child of God, as Christians, are we meant to pay tax? Yes. That's your civic duty and responsibility. Pay the tax. Amen. So, what I'm trying to say here, so what is the blessing of Abraham? Money is not the blessing of Abraham. It's not money. 
It's not money. Because if it is money, then why did God allow his only son to suffer? If the blessing of Abraham is money, so does that mean that uh, 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 money is equal to Jesus? Because, like I will say to you, when thieves come to your house, they will say to you, your money or your life. Meaning that that money is equal to your life. But why did God, God now allow Jesus to suffer on the cross? It's not for money. Because if the cross is the payment for money, then the reward is higher. The reward needs to be higher. It's not money. If Jesus Christ died on the cross so that we can have only money, then uh, uh, we, are not, we, are, we, are, we are not blessed at all. Amen. So what is the blessing of Abraham? Let's go quickly. Number one, let's look at Genesis chapter 12. We'll go to the beginning. I hope you are following me. Genesis chapter 12. I'm trying to make a comparison here. Genesis chapter 12 from verse 1 to 3. Now, the Lord said to Abraham, so we'll come back to the beginning, get out of your country, from your family, from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. Now look at verse 2. That, that is the promise. Verse 2 is the promise. I will make you a great nation. One. I will bless you. Two. I will make your name great. Three. Four. I will make, and, and you shall be a blessing. Four. Five. I will bless those who bless you. Six. And I will cause him who causes you and in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Seven. That this is the blessing of Abraham that we saw in Galatians chapter 3. Have you linked it now? Huh? I will do what? Number one, I will bless you. Now, did God say, I have blessed you? He said, I will bless you on a condition that you leave your father's house. You leave your country. So it's just like a promissory note. You know, when you go to the bank, somebody gives you a check. The check is in your hand. That's a promissory note. It is not yet the cash. The, on the condition that when you present that check, then you will get the money. So I will, I will, if you obey me, I will. So the blessing of Abraham, the blessing that God promised Abraham is not even in this chapter 12. 
It's not yet in chapter 12. It's not in chapter 12. But let us look at chapter 13, verse 1. Let's look at chapter 13, verse 1. Then Abraham went up from Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and Lot with him to the south. Can you see? He took who? Lot. Why did, why did the Bible tell us that he took Lot? So that we can know and learn. And that was why God was saying to us in Isaiah 51, he said, I called Abraham what? Alone. Was the promise to Lot? No. But Abraham took Lot. But even at that time, look at verse 2. Abraham was very rich in livestock, in silver, and in gold. He was very rich. He had everything in silver, in gold. That is, his bank account was so much. He also had livestock. He had so much things. But you know what happened? What happened is that in, 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 can the blessing, the Bible said, can the blessing of God be in Egypt? Let's look at that, that um, Genesis chapter 13, verse 1. God called Abraham. He told him, leave your father's house. Leave your mother's house and come, you know, for in um, Genesis 12, from verse 4, we were told here that Abraham departed as the Lord has spoken to him, and Lord went with him. And Abraham was how old then? 75 years old, when he departed from Haran. So Haran was his hometown, was his village. He departed. Are you getting it now? Now, where God told him to go, he, did, he hadn't reached the place. Now, when you look at verse 10 of Genesis 12, he said there was a famine in the land and Abraham went down to Egypt to dwell there. So he left a place and he went to Egypt. Now, in, in chapter 13, Abraham went up from Egypt. And by the time he left Egypt, he was very, very rich. So can the blessing come from Egypt? No. So sometimes, for some of us, United Kingdom could be our own Egypt. You might think, ah, God is blessing you. At least you have money, you have food. You have your bank account. When you compare it to Naira, you are still okay. It could be Egypt. Oh. If God might be sent to you, you haven't reached where I want you to go. My blessing for you is not in Egypt. It's not in Egypt. So some people will think, ah, look at it here. The Abraham was very rich. He was so rich in silver, in gold, in livestock. That is the blessing of Abraham. That is not the blessing that God wanted or God promised him in Genesis chapter 12. Are you getting my story? We have to be careful. We have to be careful. 
So even you know what happened? The king of Egypt, the king of Egypt, even in Egypt, when he got to Egypt, you know what happened all the while. Abraham went. You know what was happening? They would take his wife. They would take his wife. He would say, I oh, know she's my sister. Remember, she's my sister. And God will plague the, 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 the king and his household and the whole country because of Sarah. And at the end of the day, God will now terrorize the king and say, if you are a dead man, that, that's what God will say. You are already a dead man. You better release this, my prophets. Because Abraham was on a journey to get into his promise. He had not reached the place. And by the time everything happened in Egypt or in everywhere, they would give him more money. Remember that they even paid him, they paid him dowry for, for Sarah. So he was increasing his wealth. He was increasing, but that wasn't the blessing. That wasn't the blessing. And because he went to Egypt at that time, God didn't tell him, go to Egypt. He ran to Egypt because there was a famine. And it was even in Egypt, they already paid him the dowry, even for Hagar, that, that he will enter in the future. Because maybe when he was in Egypt, that was when he took Hagar as a slave. Remember? And Hagar is the problem that we are still solving till tomorrow. We are still solving. Amen. I'm going to round up. Maybe I will continue this teaching as time goes in Jesus' name. So there was even a fight between Abraham and Lot. Lot too was prospering. He had his own livestock, he had, and this place was too small for them. So they have to separate. So you can see that in the journey of a man in life, God has already told us, this is the blessing I have for you. But you will get to some level and some stages and you will think, yeah, this blessing is enough. But God said, eh, I called him alone. I didn't call Lot with him. I called him but and I have promised him and the promises, they were sevenfold. I will bless you. I will curse those who curse you. I will bless those who bless you. I will make you a blessing. The promise of Abraham, he said, so that the blessing of Abraham can come to us. God needed something to make sure that that blessing of Abraham comes to us. Amen. Are we are we are we getting something? But I just wanted to one let, let me round up here because of time. One thing I want you to know is that the bless the blessing in Genesis chapter 12 was a promise that this is the package. Like when you go into employment, they say this is the package you have. That doesn't mean that you have already assessed it. That's the package. So when some people get to Genesis 13 and they see that ah, Abraham was so rich in money, in silver, in gold, 
in livestock. Ah, they say that is the promise of Barbara, but that was not, that wasn't the, the full package. So maybe next week, as God will help us, we'll dig deep and see what is that full package. So the passages we have read, Isaiah 51, Galatians 3, go and read it again and link the Old Testament with the New Testament. And link it that in the New Testament, Jesus Christ had to come. He said he had to come and remove the cause of the law because the Gentiles have no, uh, 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 they have no, 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 uh, how do I, inheritance. They have no rights to this inheritance. But Christ came to remove the cause of the law so that the blessing of Abraham can come to who? To the Gentiles, can come to you and me. That blessing of Abraham, because we are now children of Abraham. In the, in the week I was listening to Christian priests and they were, they were talking about, uh, was it Christian priests or one of these debaters online? That Mohammed is always telling the children, his uh, Mohammedans, that they are children of Abraham, that they came from the lineage of Ishmael. But when they now trace the tree of Mohammed, it's not from Ishmael. Nothing, nothing. So this thing they will say to you, ah, we are children of Abraham together. We are not. We are not. Why? Because the children, Muhammad was an Arab. Eh? Was an Arab. Was Abraham an Arab? No. Abraham was a Jew. So, and then when you talk about Ishmael, Ishmael's mother was an Egyptian, isn't it? But you know that it's the father is a paternalistic. We, we say your father, your father, your father. So you are named with your father. So if you will talk about Ishmael, you, he won't say that he's an Egyptian, will he? He will say he belongs to Abraham as a Jew. So he was like a Jewish Arab, Jewish Arab. Does that make sense, yeah? Jewish Arab. So how come? How come Muhammad is not saying that? In fact, the, the history, even their Quran and their Hadith, said that Muhammad was born four years after his father died. How is that possible? And then it's in the Quran. He was born four years after the death of his father. So how come he was born? Who pregnated his mother? Just because their religion allows, you know, the woman to go and do whatever she wants to do. So does it mean that the father's sperm was inside the mother four years after she, he died? They don't have Abraham as their father. Nothing. We are not together. And we don't serve the same God at all. We are still digging deep into what is this Abrahamic blessing, because we need to, to also be a part of that blessing. 
we need to also know what these blessings are and know how to tap into that blessing. We need to now learn how we can make the blessing to come to us. You know, there's a way a man can be so blessed, you'll be running away. The blessing will be pursuing him. That you don't even have to sweat before all these blessings come to you. So far, you are part of the spiritual journey. Because Galatians 3.13 says, God, Christ came to do what? He hung on the tree to take away the cause of the law. Why? So that the blessing of Abraham should also come to us. So, we are still going to know how we can we can have the blessing of Abraham. So, did God, did God tell Abraham to go to Egypt? He said, leave your father's house in Haran. And then he went. He stayed one place. And then to cut a story short, he ended up in Egypt. And in Egypt, he carried dagger. You can see how some of some of us too, we will, God will say, you will say, oh, I want to leave my country in Africa. I want to look for greener pasture. You come to United Kingdom. You carry somebody. You carry somebody you are not supposed to carry. And then God will say, I didn't call you at this person because the journey is still far. The journey is far. And that's why some people call destiny, you know. But sometimes you yourself could be the architect of your own terror. May God help us in Jesus' name. So the blessing of the kingdom must be transferred through a priest. Through a priest. Only that time will not permit me. When Jesus was born on earth, he had to go to John the Baptist. John the Baptist was also a prophet. Remember, they said he's a, he's a prophet that, that was coming to say to people, prepare the way of the Lord. He's coming, he's coming. Now, why do you think Jesus Christ had to go to John the Baptist to be baptized? And when, when he was baptized, heaven recorded it because the voice came from heaven and said, this is my beloved son. The Holy Spirit came like a dove to do what? To, to solidify that transference of that blessing. The transference of that blessing. If Jesus needed a prophet, a prophet himself, a king himself, the king of all kings himself, needed a prophet to do what? To transfer and to seal up that covenant. We, children of Abraham and Abraham, also needed a prophet or a priest to do what? To seal up that covenant. And that prophet is who we see in Genesis chapter 14. Genesis chapter 14. And I'm, I'm going to quickly do this and then we'll round up. Genesis 14 verse 18 to 20. Then Melchizedek, 
king of Salem brought out bread and wine. He was what? The priest of God most high. And he blessed him and said, blessed. You can see he now invoked that blessing in Genesis chapter 12. Can you see it? He now said, blessed be Abraham of God, most high. Can you see that he put the most high there? That is the surname. Blessed be Abraham of God, most high, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God, most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hands. And then he gave him a tithe of all. Who is this Melchizedek? We only know he was a king, he was a priest. Not all kings are priests. That's why the Davidic order is there too, because David acted as a king and as a priest. Melchizedek, we say, king of Salem. What is Salem? King of peace. Jerusalem, city of peace. And we are told that he is the priest of God, most high. Who is the priest? Jesus Christ is our high priest. Why did Melchizedek come and give bread and wine? He was already telling Abraham, I am the bread of life. He came, Jesus himself came and met Abraham. Now, if you read it to verse 20, 21, then the king of Sodom came to Abraham and said, Abraham, give me all the persons. You take the goods for yourself. As at that time, money did not have value to Abraham. Abraham's perception of money has changed. So listen to what Abraham said. Abraham now said to him, I've raised up my hands to the Lord God most high, possessor of heaven and earth, that I will take nothing from a tread to a sander strap, and that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Abraham rich. You can see how money did not dominate and rule Abraham here. His idea about money changed. Amen. Are you, are you learning something here? So the blessings of Abraham was now transferred by who? By Melchizedek. By a priest and a king. We'll round up and then we'll go. We'll, we'll finish it next week because it's so loaded. And the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Because I want the blessings of Abraham. I don't, I don't just want money. Bible says Abraham was what? He, he, he possessed livestock, meaning that he had he had company, he had many company, he had food, he had gold, he had silver, he had he had when, when he was going to fight to bring Lot back, the Bible said he went with 318 strong men who were servants to go and fight. So it was, and can you imagine Abraham? went and fought nine kings. How is that possible? With 318, he fought nine kings. 
and he came back with the spoil. Can you imagine? They spoiled the riches of nine countries. He brought it. And that was the king of Sodom. His eye now points inside. And he said, ah, give me, give me, give me. You take this. He said, ah, I'm not going to take not even one strap of a shoe will I take. Because this is not what will make me rich. We need to get to a point in our life. It's not money. It's not like, uh, because I have house, I have car, I have this, that is make, uh, 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 uh. that is not my riches. That is not my wealth. Money will not rule me. Can see how Jesus said to them, bring the money. Let me see whose image is on that money. Whoever owns that thing, go and give it to me. Go and give it to me. So if you are if you are having debts, you have, somebody say you owe me all, and you have already entered contracts to say yes, I will pay you this, and then after you are doing shakara and say ah, I can't pay you more than this because you cheated me. Eh, 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 eh. Go and pay that person. Money will not rule me. Money will not rule you. You will be the one to turn money to work for you. In fact, even if you don't turn money to work for you, that money has no choice but to work for you. And money will work for us. Positively in Jesus' name. Money will not control us. But we will control the money and say, you the money. Why? Because Agar chapter 2, he said to us, God said, silver is mine, gold is mine. Not only that, the Bible tells us that money develops wings and fly to wherever it's come from. So that tells you that money does not belong to man. It belongs to God. Amen. But we are learning about the blessing of Abraham and we want to connect to that blessing because the blessing has to come to us in the name of Jesus. Let's, let's just, let's bow down our head and just thank God. Thank God for what you have had today. <clears throat> thank God for what you have had today. Thank God and thank God for the blessing of Abraham. The Father, I connect myself to the blessings of Abraham. I connect my generation, my descendants, my family, oh God, and even descendants that will come after me to the blessings of Abraham. Because Abraham was rich, Isaac was richer, and his, his grandson, Israel, was exceedingly rich and wealthier. Lord God, Jehovah, even as I am rich, oh God, my, my children, 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 children will be exceedingly richer than I am. Lord, because you have come to remove the cost of the Lord so that the blessing of Abraham can come to me, oh God. Lord, I'm thanking you. I receive, almighty God, your blessing in abundance in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. And Lord, begin to pray that, Father, as I go this week, oh God, let money begin to run after me. Let blessing, the blessing, blessings, you know, divine blessing, blessings of Abraham. Let it begin to find me. Let it begin to come to me. Let it begin to overtake me. Overtake my family in the name of Jesus. Overtake peace and love assembly in Jesus' name. Thank you for comforting us. Thank you for, for, for comfort on all sides in the name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, O oh God. Jesus' matchless name, we are prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's quickly take our offering. Offering time. Let's, let's, who's taking the offering? Huh? Who's taking the offering?
protect the offering in Jesus' name. All right, offering time, blessing time. So let us stretch our hands towards the pastor. Pray for her, all manners of prayers that you can think of. Pray that the Holy Spirit will come upon her. Pray that the power of the Holy Ghost will baptize her. Pray that God will fill her back every virtue that has come out of her in the mighty name of Jesus. As she's speaking about the blessing of Abraham, it is hers too in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we say we thank you. More unction to function, more oil, O God. In the name of Jesus, none of the words you've spoken will stand against them in your judgments. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Offering time, blessing time. It's time to give to the Lord. We have our different ways of giving. None of us here has bring us to how we give. Amen. The Son of God is lifted up. you want to use or to put them you want to use to just say father this is how i give to you father let us just raise it to the lord and thank him and bless that offering and say father remember me for good oh god and i've given unto you i'm giving to you from blessing not for blessing so i'm giving to you because i know it is done that testimony that i am searching for you for oh god i am giving to you as evidence that it is accomplished I am singing my new song. 
I am dancing my new dance. I am smiling. I am singing. I am rejoicing in the mighty name of Jesus. Joy overflow in my heart, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. That enemy that wanted to come and devour me has been devoured. That enemy that wanted to contend with me, you have contended with it. Now, enemy that wanted to trouble me, I am giving out that you from the victory that you have troubled them in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory be to your holy name in the highest. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, announcement. Okay, I'm giving announcements. Announcements, um, this is the last week, I believe. So Friday is night vigil, mm -hmm. is it? So this, this is the, we're having our night vigil coming this Friday. And uh, we are also going to have, um, so let me just put uh, the calendar app, is that it? This is yes, it. All right. And then we have our theological digging deeper class where I will take a, an, an another branch because what I'm teaching about um, is about how to interpret stuff from the school of the prophets, which also interlinks into spirituality so that you see how the witchcraft people and the sorcerers and the alchemists, how they today also interpret the Bible, you know, how meaning is very important there. And God will help us all as we go on and on in unity with Jesus' name. If there's any other announcements, uh, it will be passed on to us. You see it in the announcement that shows up on the Telegram app, so everybody is always in the loop. Amen. We let us um, commit this week into God's hands. Pray into this week. Prophesy into this week. Because the weather is changing up and down, up and down, cold and hot, cold and hot. Any disease that the devil has ordained for me this week shall not come near my tent. Shall not come near my dwelling, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I will not catch cold and flu. I will not catch hay fever. I will not catch coronavirus in the mighty name of Jesus. This week there shall be no accident, oh God. There shall be no madman on the road when I am there. There shall be no hostage in the bank, in the post office, on the street, anywhere, oh God, in the mighty name of God. You will keep me, my children, and my family safe, oh God. There shall be no accidents, my father, near me, in the mighty name of Jesus. Nightmare, disappear. Bad dreams, disappear. Spiritual attack, father, send angels to guide you, warrior. Hefty angels, oh God, to guide me in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, and grant me favor, favor before men, favor before women, favor before children, favor before top men and low men, and all of them, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Today, Lord Jesus, grant me the boldness and the confidence, oh God, to walk in your will. Help me to be able to up my spiritual life with you, oh God, because these are the end times. The devil is doing things outright nowadays. The devil has failed, oh, no harm shall come near my tent. It is well with God. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Let us share the grace powerfully together. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. And surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. All right, over to you, choir, to begin answering.